The focus of sexual abuse without children, unfortunately, is when someone is exploited primarily for the benefit of another person, they're taking advantage of someone sexually for the benefit of the other person, they're clearly engaging in something that is important to them sexually, and the damage is not on the miser. The damage is on the fact that this child, unfortunately, has been brought into the world of sexuality where they simply don't belong and where they can't possibly ever have any possible outlet that will not destroy their neshama, make them feel embarrassed, ashamed, or shut down, or ruin their life. A normal, in normal childhood development, in our machne, children have private parts. So how do we relate to it? So we relate to it through the window, through the prism, through the concepts of Sneas and Kedusha, where children are led and, and taught and understand there's Inyoni Kedusha, there's Inyoni Sneas. And so we have to be Tsanua, and we're taught in that concept. But ideally, ideally, Halavai and Halavai, and in, my, in the course of my career, maybe once or twice I've met such a child who was Zaycha to come to the Chuppah without any relationship to their private parts in the, in the terminology or the context of sexuality. They related to their private parts in the context of sneers, in the context of Kedusha. The damage of sexual abuse is, we, we must let go of the idea of trying to done this miser or that miser, this action, this, he did this or he did that. That's not the issue here. The issue here is, was unfortunately a child taken into the world of sexuality where they relate to their own private parts now in a sexual fashion rather than relating to their private parts in a sneers fashion. Because once a child, unfortunately, the pathways towards sexuality have been opened up in a child, Rahman al-Islam, there is no possible outlet for that child that will not make him feel ashamed, embarrassed, or like a Rosh Marusha. For many of the children who are nichnas, unfortunately, are taking into this world of sexuality prematurely and realize they relate to themselves sexually. Imagine the kind of life they live, the kind of tsar and suffering they have going through life, going through our, our yeshiva systems, our Beis Yaakovs, fully aware and listening to frequently Wonderful and well-meaning and completely appropriate drashas about Shmir Senayim, about Shmir Saguf, where good Rebbeim, well-meaning teachers, pepper and drop into their drashas and their shiurim whenever there's an opportunity to be mechazik in Yonid Sneers and they exploit the opportunity to be mechazik our children. And Rahman Aslan in that same class, when, when a well-meaning Rebbe, and they should, and this is right, and they're machazik the kids, in Kedushis Yisrael. And they're mafred between us and between Umas that we have in Yoni Kedusha. 
And imagine what a child feels like sitting in that class, listening to those drushes year after year. The Rahman al-Islan has already been opened up to the sugya of seeing themselves, their own private parts, viewing themselves as being part of the sexual community, the world of sexuality, where they've been exploited sexually. And now they see themselves as a sexual person. What do you think it feels like sitting in classroom after classroom, year after year, yeshiva after yeshiva, and listening to this? Appropriately listening to this. The devastation to our children, the unique devastation to our children, because of the strong, strong hashkafa satayah, the values we have about Kedusha. You have to magnify in your mind what it feels like, the lebedika gehinnom of what a child feels like, who unfortunately was already his pathways or her pathways to sexuality were opened up by being played with sexually. And now they've got to survive somehow. How are they going to get through? What are they going to do? How are they going to live? The issue, Rabbi Sai, is not, the, the Dion is not about, did he touch here or did he touch there? Was it over the clothing or under the clothing? These are not, they're chalik, but those are the Dion. The Dion is, was this child unfortunately exposed to experiencing themselves, their private parts, as sexual, instead of belonging to the world of sneers. The damage, the trauma that happens to these poor children once they view themselves as a sexual being is absolutely staggering. It's staggering. And it's poshant, if you understand why. It's so poshant. Because how on earth does a child survive in our kahilas, in our moistus hatayra, that are trying so strong to be mechanich our children on taras hakodesh, where all our moistus, we try so hard to help be mechazik the children on these inyanim. What does it feel like to listen to that day after day after day when you unfortunately were an abuse victim and actually you feel as if you are that very person that they're claiming in the moistus and we're stating that's, that's not for us, that's not Kedusha's Israel. That's for the goyim, that's nish for uns. And to hear that rhetoric again and again and again, knowing full well that I enjoy it, that I enjoy being sexual. And I have pleasure from it, even though I'm guilty from it, and I feel embarrassed about it, but I enjoy it. And to listen to that rhetoric over and over and over again. 80%, I'm not, I was the first one, I believe, who said it, but I am confident other organizations and agencies have come to the same conclusion. That when you see off the derech, you're looking at trauma victims. And most of it, and even if it's not 80, who cares? The vast majority of the off the derech sugya is caused by this. It's incredibly difficult to stay within our machna, to stay for, even though kids desperately want it. They desperately want it, Rabbi Sai. But it's very hard to stay in our machne where this has happened to you, where pathways to sexuality were opened up against your will when you were a child, and now you find yourself enjoying the pleasures of sexuality and craving it because you can't turn it off. Once it's on, it can't be turned off. 
There's no therapeutic treatment that can just cleverly turn it off. The kids come to me and they cry in my office and they cry and cry. Can you not take it from me? Can you, can you, can you give me back the Kedusha I had? And the answer is no. No, you can't. You absolutely can't. This is an assignment you're going to have to work out how to deal with. Litem Musagim. A boy, unfortunately, Rahman al-Islam, is molested pre-puberty by an older boy. An older boy plays around with, probably he himself was molested when he was a little boy, and he plays around with the little boy. What's, what's so, people ask me, what's so damaging? Let him forget about it. Tell him it was wrong, it was naughty, he shouldn't have done it. Let him forget about it. How is that sexual abuse, people ask me. What's so abusive? Someone touched him once. Okay, he'll get over it. Normal sexual development in a boy precedes a puberty, at which point a regular, normal, healthy young man will develop Tibus Nashim. And Hainuhach, at the same time, a normal, healthy boy will develop a nauseous ugh, reaction which is given to him by the Rabbi Shalom for Taivas Anoshim. Otherwise, how's he going to live? How's he going to go through life? When a boy goes through, through puberty, a regular healthy boy, he develops a strong Taivas Noshim and an equally strong disgust, a, pasha, a nauseous reaction to Taivas Anoshim. That's a healthy person. That's the way they wish to made this, the way it's meant to be. If not, how would they sit in the classroom? How would they be in school? What appears to happen, unfortunately, Rahman al-Islam, again, Litim Musagim, Rabbi say, we should have compassion and understanding, and we should understand the nicer, why this is so chashav. Any of the things we've talked about before, in the list of what is sexual abuse, any of these things happening, by an older boy to a younger boy, any of these things, can, I'm not saying will, but can limit, diminish, or eradicate from that boy developing the nauseous reaction to Taivas Anoshim when he hits puberty. Thus meant he hits puberty develops a regular strong Taibas Noshim and tragically discovers that because the person who molested him was a boy when he was younger and took him into the world of sexuality through male touch, he can have diminished or none, no, resistance to male sexuality. That means he experiences Taibas Anoshim. Not just Taibas Noshim. Rahman al-Islam. That's the abuse, Rabbi Sai. We're done on the mice that happened as if we're looking at that. Was that abusive? And we miss what really happens. Which is a fundamental potential shinoi in the gansamahus of the person's relationship towards sexuality. 
This poor boy, if, I, I can't imagine a worse abuse than that, than to take a poor, nice little kid, a boy, and take from him the potential to develop a, a mania, a disgust, a nauseous reaction to male sexuality. Put yourself in his shoes. Just imagine, put yourself in his shoes. What a nightmare, what a Gehinnom this boy's life turns into when he hits puberty. Because this boy's still in yeshiva. This boy's not acted out. This boy, unfortunately, has wiring in his brain connected to his self-esteem that's wiring that's also connected towards sexuality. And that wiring is also connected to male sexuality. And unlike the rest of us, who were not molested ever, who if a man would come and try to engage me sexually, I know I would have, and I've experienced it, a total nauseous, revolting, gut-wrenching, painful, uchy feeling inside, which is what a healthy male should have. That's what the Kaddish Prophet gave us. These kids don't have any of that. They actually get aroused. Opportunistically, they will find, not that they're looking for it, they will experience certain boys and men, each one is different, why and what, not everyone, just the same way that all men don't experience arousal from all nashim. However, opportunistically, these, the abuse of Baisai is that these poor little boys will now experience arousal to male sexuality. And they're in yeshiva. And they're in a classroom. And they go on to yeshiva. I get boy after boy sent to me, I'm noticing now, who come in sabrachan, broken, crushed to the core. They're facing shiduchim. And they come to me full of busha and chlima, not knowing how to even say the words. And I know exactly what they're going to say because I see the look on their face. And they sit in silence of pain and embarrassment and fear as they share with me that they don't have Tavis Noshim. How am I going to get married? And I have strong Tavis Anoshim and it's killing me. And it goes back to sexual abuse that happened when they were three, four, five, six, seven years old when someone played around with them. I'm trying to bring litem sagim. I'm not going to give you the whole sugya of every part and parcel of this sugya. It's not shayev. That's a course. That's a year of study. But litem musagim raboisai, to understand how serious this noise is. And again, it's not about the maisa. It's about the impact on normative sexual development that these poor children are wrecked, and they know it. And I know for a fact that in this room are sitting people who went through this and are suffering to this day. In fact, every time I speak, afterwards I'm contacted by such people who tell me the first time in their life they felt validated. That someone understood the unbelievable Gehinnom of their life, of every day of their life, to have to deal with this. Sexual abuse is about the impact on sexual development. Avada, if 
the abuse itself is coupled with a traumatic event, like, God forbid, like a, a knife point, a rape at knife point with a gun, then there's a double trauma. But we're not talking about that stuff. We're talking about kids playing around and touching each other, opening up the pathways of these children to no longer see themselves in the world of sneers and shmirs and naim and almachner, but to see themselves as fully open to and involved in the world of sexuality without any possibility to deal with that other than shame and busha and the potential eventual repetition as they hit puberty and they need to exploit and do more so they touch more kids.